0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Better faster stronger. I need you to hurry up, man can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much have been waiting
2: all night now. that's how
1: long I've been on you righty at that time you know how long I've been waiting a whole week that's all I wait I, I don't wait two weeks I don't wait uh, three weeks. I don't wait one day. I wait an entire week to get a chance to get back to you you're listening to Rail to sports on the Voice America network. I'm, of course, in Phoenix living like it matters. want to welcome everybody to Ray's Boom Boom Room. jingle, jang-a-ling, jangaling. My favorite movie, Eddie Murphy, was on this weekend. I hope you all got a chance to watch it uh, because I know that those people from Cleveland like me wanted to watch something to lift their spirits because uh, I got to say I was rooting for LeBron. And I just now get a chance to talk to you guys about it. And, you know, I'm a little disappointed, but you know, me, of all people, I have to be the last person to complain because I'm sure that I left a lot of Cleveland fans feeling the same way that LeBron did. Disappointed, uh, didn't deliver on the promise. Uh, I witnessed you and, uh, and your shortcomings, LeBron. So, so my heart goes out to all those Cleveland fans, myself included. And uh, next year is a long time away. And uh, I know some people wanted to say, Ray, just go ahead and bury the hatchet. It's over with. It's done. If I could still hear about the drive, and that happened in 1987, <laughs> then you could hear about what happened to LeBron last week. So, uh, But I, I, I think, you know, he needs some help. There's no doubt about it. He needs some help. Uh, you know I'm a frustrated basketball player. I say it all the time. I'll continue to say it. I change subject real fast. Did the guy get his job back in Philly yet? Did did, did, did they get that guy his job back yet? That guy needs to get his job back. I don't know what's going on out there in Philadelphia. Hey, you want these social networks to help you make some money? You want to stay in contact with with your fan base? Don't fire them because they use it to the best of their ability. And they put out there that they're frustrated with you getting rid of their best players. Okay, let me get back to LeBron and, and Cleveland. If I can hear about the drive all these years later, then we can hear about LeBron losing the game last week. And I don't mean to say it was LeBron's fault but he needs some help. Um, I I don't know why. There's a question out there about basketball and a big man or a guard or who you surround, who you make. you got to have a big fella. Nobody has ever won a championship without a big fella, a very good big fella or a couple good big fellas. So, you know, here in Phoenix, they, they brought Shaq in right at a time where they really didn't need Shaq. I think that somehow or another, LeBron, you should have hijacked that attempt to bring Shaq to the Valley, and you should have put him up there in the cold with you in Cleveland. If, if you would have had Shaq, I think you could have did it. I really believe if LeBron had Shaq down low in the post, and by the way, okay, LeBron, I'm going to say this. Nobody else won't say it. I'm from Canton. you from Akron, man. You know, we right down the road. I'm gonna say this. I think of LeBron. LeBron, you listen. I know you listening now. If he would post up, if he could play down that low post with his back to the basket. That's the only part of LeBron's game that I'm that I see missing. I, I you know, I don't know if anybody said anything about it. I haven't heard him. But come on, LeBron is like six, eight, six, nine. Somebody who's guarding him maybe six, seven, six, eight. They ain't as big as he is. And who, who, who could he not post up in the low post? That's just not part of his – that's a piece of his game he needs to develop. But forget that. Put Shaq down there. And then you stay up high. You know, they double-team Shaq. They throw, he throws it right back to you. One of the greatest passing centers to ever play the game. But LeBron is not going to win it if he doesn't get help with the big man. So I don't know where that help is going to come from, but it's going to come from someplace. But I got to go back to Ohio – I got to be a part of those folks who are from Ohio. That, you know, listen, they're already beating up on Ohio State. We can't get a break. And uh, speaking of Ohio State, I got some issues, and I put a phone call into the athletic department. Now, I'm waiting for a phone call back. I reached out to my man last night, my friend brother, Dave Dorson. I think he's going to assist me with this getting this phone call returned, but I got an issue. The state of Ohio, listen, Ohio State, we can't win the championship. Well, we won a couple, you know, years ago, but we haven't won a championship. They're ragging on us. Cleveland, now they're ragging on Cleveland. And I am about to start ragging on the Ohio State University if I don't get a phone call back about a situation that is very upsetting to me. So those of you out there who are listening, you have some idea. Give me a call, 888-346-9144 if you want to know what the problem is. I may tell you, I may not, but... I will give the university, a, the athletic department, a chance to address the issue that I have. And, yeah, I can say something about it because my teammates voted me a captain. And I think a captain's part of his responsibility is to speak up and say some things that perhaps maybe the other guys won't say. And I'm using my education that I received at The Ohio State University. And so uh, I have a message I need to communicate. So let's see if I can get that taken care of. But, okay, now. That means if uh, LeBron is not playing, that means somebody else is playing. That means the Orlando Magic is going to play. But I, I just got to say this. You've been winning throughout this entire playoff series. I- if it works, don't fix it. Now, J- Jameer Nelson is no, uh, one of my favorite players, okay? Uh, <laughs> Philly, St. Joe's. But Jameer has been hurt. I think Jameer has been out for like four, four months, for a long time, a very long time, and you've been winning. I, I know when you played L.A. during the regular season, he had outstanding games. But listen, right now the chemistry is such that to bring Jameer in at this time, for him to be your emotional leader, yeah, that's fine. I think he should be out on the court with the team in warm-ups. But listen, I've had shoulder surgery. Not a lot of confidence in your shoulder when you're coming off a shoulder surgery and I don't care if he's, if he's shooting or he's going to the hole, if he falls on the ground, you know, there's a lot of questions about that shoulder right now. And, and not only that, you know, he can't be in playoff condition right now. You know, the regular season, like anything, any other sport, when you get to the playoffs, it's a little bit different. And I'm just not sure that Jameer is ready to play it at the level and the intensity. He's never been there before. Of which this is all about right now, but emotionally, oh yeah, he feels it. I mean, you need to be able to see. You can, you can feel the emotion coming out of his pores as he sits on the bench and he can't play the game. He, he's sweating bullets, just wanting to get into the game. So just have him as your emotional leader, but Van Gundy, man, just don't do that. You know, I, I you know, your brother is, <laughs> you know. And by the way, Van Gundy's brother, man, those two, those guys should be comedians. You look at one and you laugh. and the other, you hear him talking. and you laugh. Uh, but, but certainly, they're great coaches. And one's a great announcer now. And uh, he and Mark Jackson just just really entertain you when you're watching a basketball game. But I just don't think that um, Jameer Nelson right now, I don't think he should. I think the Orlando Magic's are doing a great job of what they have on the court right now. And I, I, I just think that they stand a chance of possibly winning. Um, if they stay the way they are. Uh, the reason why I say they stand a chance is because there's something called 24 karat gold on the other side of the court, and that's Kobe Bryant. I mean, he is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, like him or not like him personally. You know, you, you just have to give the man credit for what he's done. Uh, he has done an outstanding. He is a student of the game. He plays the game as well as anybody, I can't think of any aspect of his game where I can find a deficiency. I just said that when I look at LeBron's game that there are some deficiencies in his game because I don't think LeBron has that low post game. But when I look at Kobe's game, somebody tell me. Tell me where he has a problem with his game. And please don't ever. I don't know why people do this. You know, the only thing... The only strategy in fouling Kobe Bryant is that you stop the clock. But other than that, why in the world foul him? I don't think, and I'm try- I've been watching the playoff series since it started. I don't think I've seen Kobe miss a foul shot. I haven't seen him miss one foul shot this entire playoffs. Now, maybe he has, and maybe I might have took a nod on the couch, or maybe I went to the bathroom. But I have not seen Kobe Bryant miss a foul shot. Uh, you know, he's had a game where perhaps maybe he hasn't played to the best of, and I'm not going to say he ha- he's had a game where he hasn't played to the best of his ability because there are so many facets to his game and he's so good at all of those that he does exactly what he needs to do to win the game. That's what a great player is. They always say that great players make players around them better. Michael Jordan always did it. Kobe Bryant always did it. You know, uh, John Havlicek did it. You know, so many of the great players, they do that. It's, it's not that they have to make every shot. And that's how come, there's parts of LeBron's game too. When I watch when LeBron has the ball at the top of the key and, you know, and, and he's dribbling and, and he's, he's trying to, you know, get his shot. I think when he has it, there's no doubt in his mind that he is trying to get his shot. That's not the issue when Kobe has the ball. When Kobe and and Michael used to have the ball, they were working to the point where somebody got a shot. It wasn't necessarily that they were going to get their shot. I think with LeBron, and LeBron has a game that reminds me a little bit of Charles Barkley. When Charles used to get the ball, you know, and it was in a situation whereas somebody needed to score, he was going to score. And I think LeBron has it made up in his mind that he needs to score. And he really needs to spend more time with Kobe Bryant and with Michael Jordan, uh, both at Nike and and, and, at Jordan, and really understand that aspect of their games, because that's what makes their teams better. That's what makes those guys great players, is because they realize that there are four other people on the court. And as long as you get two points or three points or four points... It doesn't make a difference who shoots that ball. And if the other people on the opposing team don't feel that they have to be concerned about that, you're you're not going to win. And 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 LeBron, I think think that's the issue with with LeBron. I think people think that he's going to shoot it, and so they're only going to worry about stopping him, and they're able to do that. With Kobe Bryant, nah, Kobe doesn't feel that way. Kobe feels that, okay, guess what? I saw Michael do this. I saw Michael pass the ball to his other teammates, and I saw his other teammates with the game on the line. No other option. Either you make it or we go home. You make it, we win. You miss it, you lose. (laughs) So, wow. We know what it's like. I've been there. I've seen it. And guess what, LeBron, I'm still with you. I lost. Wow. Okay, well. Listen, I talked about that a little bit for that first uh, break. I mean, until this first break, I'm going to take this break. you listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. Of course, I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'm going to take a break. See you on the other side. Come back and join me, won't you? Really don't see why, don't you?
2: 25 all deep right field that goes or now he's the... shot. got it with 2.8 seconds left, to left I don't care where they put him this one is out of here
3: from high school to the pros we we cover everything, cover everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports
2: Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. And the Voice America Sports Network.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
1: All righty, we're back here with the Rail of Sports and the Voice America Network. And Phoenix Living Like It Matters. Ray's Boom boom room. <laughs> I'm excited. That's my favorite movie. Jangolane, Jangolane. Eddie Murphy, Life of Course. You know You know, who would ever thought that uh that movie would be as good as 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 it was? Because I think when it came out at the box office and I think many people, you know, thought, Wow, after they saw that movie a second and a third time it got better. I actually watched it for the first time. Uh, On a bootleg copy. I didn't say that. Did I say that? Uh, I didn't say that, did I? Wow, I could end up in prison for life watching a bootleg copy of one of Eddie Murphy's movies. But you know what? I'll never forget about that as I watched that movie for the first time in my life in South Africa. Johannesburg, Joe Bird, Shout out to Anthony and DeAndrea Lewis, my brother and sister-in-law who brought my wife and I and our family over as their guests. And I can tell you Johannesburg, I won't ever say I ever understood what happened in South Africa with apartheid, but you know you ever had something that you felt was yours. you didn't want to give it away. Well, I guess that's how some people felt about not giving up the realms that you know of leadership in South Africa, but things have. You know, come full circle and and things are a little more peaceful than they used to be. But it is one of the most beautiful places you should ever visit in your life. And you should visit South Africa, Johannesburg. Oh, my God, it is breathtaking. And um, okay, so I got off on that. But uh, that's my movie. That's where I saw that. Bernie Mac, God bless you. Um, okay, I was talking a little bit about, you know, Kobe. I'm a frustrated basketball player. You know, I know it's supposed to be real sports and I'm supposed you know, a football player is supposed to talk about football, but it's I love basketball. Wish I could play basketball. I still wish I I feel you know, I feel like I could play basketball. In my mind. And you know, when I was when I was younger, I remember there used to be football players. I used to see guys that played before I played and, and in their mind they used to talk about how in their mind they felt they could still play, but they Your body was like, nah, don't even try it. Hey, guys, it's the truth. In my mind, I still think I could go out there and shoot some ball. But once I get on that court, my knees start hurting, and I find out, nope, can't do it anymore. So I let those young guys do it. Jameson, get your game on. Okay, let me uh, talk a little bit about football. Now, I want to talk about football and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on in, in Tennessee. And, I, and I'm going to talk about what's going on in Tennessee because of the fact of the matter, as, as I think, I think Jeff Fisher has got to get it right. I mean, come on. I, and I, I'm going to stand up for Marty Schuttenheimer. I don't care what the reason was for. But I think Marty went 14-2 and two and got fired. He was out of there. Now, Jeff Fisher... Jeff, you, you're the longest tendered coach in the league. You've been at your team longer than, than anybody in the league has been in one place. And you haven't won it yet. You know, almost doesn't count. Old cliche, we say it all the time. This ain't horseshoes. Now, you got some things going on down there right now in your quarterback. Yeah, you got a quarterback controversy. There, there is a quarterback. It, there's no doubt about it. There is a quarterback controversy. Now. Should Vince Young be your quarterback? I, I'm not really going to say if Vince Young should be your quarterback. Uh, but should Kerry Collins going to be your quarterback? I think Kerry, based upon what he did last year, he deserves to be the quarterback. He he, he got in, and we all know this happens in, in, in pro football in particular, what you don't ever want to do. And this, this could be the reason why a lot of guys used to play hurt because there used to be a thing that if you got hurt, And somebody else came in and they played maybe better than you played. You never got your job back. How do I know? Well, it happened to me. You know, a guy got hurt. That's how I got a chance to start at Ohio State. Uh, It happened to me in pros. The guy didn't get hurt, but the coach decided to make a decision, gave me a chance to play, you know. And, again, the old man told me, you know, when you're doing it, you're not bragging. So Woody Hayes always told us if you're doing it, you're not bragging. The first time they let me play, I made 18 tackles. I was a defensive back and made 18 tackles. You think I didn't want that job? Hell, I wanted that. I didn't want to give that job up. Anything that moved, I tackled it, you know. (laughs) So that's what happens. When you get a chance to get in, you got to do your thing because you may never get that chance again. And we all thought that Kerry Collins was washed up, but he wasn't. And he got his chance to get in. So right now there's a quarterback controversy. Does Vince Evans, uh, you know, uh, deserve to come back and i'm sorry vince young does vince deserve to come back and i don't think right now at least the way things were last year I don't, I don't think he deserves to come back with that team he deserves the right to compete but based upon the way he was performing and the way Kerry performed i think Kerry earned the right to be the starter but here's something else here's what i like about vince I like the fact that Vince says, okay, well, if you're not going to play me, trade me. See, I'm not sure that I'm so comfortable. See, M- Matt Liner, uh, Matt. Okay, yeah, I'm going to get back on Matt. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. Matt, I, I, this, I'm going to sit comfortably and learn the system and wait my turn. I don't want you on my team waiting your turn. It's it's not about waiting. The average career for the nfl players three and a half years how long you've been you've been waiting for quite some time now you've waited almost a career and and you're happy to watch kurt warner produce man i'm you make too much money to be happy that somebody else is playing instead of you i'm just gonna say it the way it is you should be ashamed that you make that much money holding a clipboard your pride should be such that They can call you a cancer on the team. They can call you whatever you want, but you should be arguing the fact that you want to play. And here's how I think you should argue, not in what you say, but in what you do. I'm not asking you to scream and holler and yell. I'm asking you to go out there to perform so well that every damn body in the media is saying you need to move. Matt liner to someplace else, because there's no reason why anybody that good should be sitting on the bench because you know what, Matt, that's how Kurt Warner got in the game. Because when they played Kurt last year and the year before that in preseason and in regular season games, all the fans said to themselves and began to start saying in the media is, wow, why is Matt liner starting to not Kurt Warner? He's so much better. It was so obvious to us. And so it's like I always tell my son and everybody else when you do your thing, you don't have to say a word. Other people will speak for you. Your actions are your words. So when I say you need to be raising hell, you should raise hell in your performance. And as far as I'm concerned, you haven't done that. You have done nothing at this point to make me think that you should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You should be a backup, yeah. You could back up, but y- y- not a starter. But what you need to do is you at least need to show some passion for this game in your performance on the field. And you should show people that you are deserving of what you were paid, that you earned your money. And I'm going to go as far as saying this if you were not a quarterback and you would have been signed to the contract that you were signed and the amount of money that you made i don't know if you still be with the team i i I just don't know you know it's the position of what you play you know and they got a lot of money and they you know this is what's interesting about football in sports in particular those people who make those decisions they don't want to look like they don't know how to do their job so they don't you know those guys don't want to say we made a mistake. That's a fifty million dollar mistake, I think you made with Matt Lyon. You don't, They don't want to say that. So, because of the fact that they made this fifty million dollar mistake, and they don't want to fess up to it, and the way they would fess up to it is they would let you go, they would cut you. They don't want to do that. They got a vested interest in you because they paid you money. It, it paid you a signing bonus, and and so. But I think, I think it's time for. Matt Liner to move on. Now, now, where should Matt go if he were to leave here? I, I, really, I really don't know. I mean, I would say Detroit, where he possibly could. But he's not the answer for Detroit. I mean, they got you know a guy that played at school with him, Sanchez. But uh, Matt's not the answer for Detroit. They didn't win a game last year. If they had Matt Liner this year, I don't think they'd win a the game this year. So that's not a place where he needs to go because they do quarterback is part of their problem. And, you know, I I think perhaps maybe Matt needs to go someplace, whereas they, they've got a great running game. Because if, if the game has to depend upon him winning the game as the quarterback, he can't do that. I mean, all you got to do is look at USC when he was at USC. They had a great running game. I mean, not just a good running game. They had two first round draft picks. In the same backfield. Come on. I mean, Matt, they had a great defense. You know, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I think Vince Young beat him in the National Championship game too, though. But they did. He did have a very good supporting cast. You know, here in in, in Arizona right now, we did need to have a not a good quarterback because that's not what Kurt Warner is. Kurt Warner is not a good quarterback. Kurt Warner is a great quarterback. Kurt Warner will be in the pro football hall of fame. We need a great quarterback here in Arizona. The running game had deserted us. Edge brought it back a little bit. Big Beanie Wells. Yeah. (laughs) The Ohio State University. I think he will bring it back, you know, and, and, and then of course we got high, high tower there too. so it'd be a little bit of, you know, you know, fast and, and, and faster. Because the game is going to speed up at the running back position next year. And and I think that's what's really going to take this team over. Everybody already knows I've already picked the Arizona Cardinals to make it back to the Super Bowl. And I'm even going to pick them to win the Super Bowl. But I've been pretty much on target when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals since I've been here. There's a couple guys that I ran out of town. And there's a couple things that they've done right, including the coach. And the fact that Matt is not the quarterback, that's the best thing they've done, as well as get wizard hunt uh, those are the two best things that this organization has done uh, since i've been here, and I want to commend them on that but matt you, you you've got to go but I, I I started with Vince Young, and i'm I'm probably going to come back to Vince Young because you know that that's an issue with Vince uh but he's doing what Matt should do. Matt tune in i'm going to come back. I'm going to talk a little bit about you because I'm going to help get you out of town because you got to go. You, you got to go. That's all. He's got to go. Listen, I got to go. I got to take this break. But I'm going to come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Jangle Aang, We'll be back.
2: Of beauty There's a five ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's Very at the shot. Got it. For 2.8 seconds. He's left. Left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high
3: school to the pros, we we, cover everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
1: We're back. Um, I forgot to take time. I want to take time to say hello to a friend out there. I want to shout out to Andrew Everett from Connected, president of Connected. And uh Andrew's doing some some real good things with uh some former players. And anytime anybody's doing anything with some former athletes, uh I always want to give a shout out to them and tell them I appreciate the work that they that they are doing. But you can check him out at Connected.com and that's uh K nected dot com, Andrew Everett, the president. I think I got my man D Man on the line. D Man always, you know, he's always hassling me, man, because I'm trying to run somebody out of town, you know. But I think D Man's got to agree with me, man. Matt's out of here, D Man.
4: Money, 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 <laughs> money. I'm right with you. I, I, I thought it was a. Uh, uh, Risky pick, but they had to make the pick. He was sitting right there for them. But I'm going to tell you this: I was more shocked that your statement that they would go back to the Super Bowl in 2009.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe they're going to go back. I mean, really, if you look at it, and I know you know and everybody, it's not that I'm a homer. It's it's it, when it's in your DNA, it's in your DNA. Right, So right. I'm I'm looking at Philly, and Philly yeah. has made some good things to improve their team. But when you look at it, and I know we've lost a couple players too yeah. in free agency. But, you know, I'm looking at what we have. Mm. And we, we've got some things. First of all, you you got to pick them. You know that, that you got to pick them to win a division. So if you win a division, it's just you're only going to win two games.
4: Yeah, I, I understand that. But two,
1: three games. <laughs> if you if, if you come through, if you win the conference, you, you you play one game, you win that game, the next game, you win that game. You're in the Super Bowl.
4: I I, I know, and, and it looked really simple for them last year. Oh, and I don't and think you have look, to I, give them the props because last year they came up and nobody thought that they would make it as far as they did. But if you're telling me that they'll get past Philly, I think the Packers have improved themselves. I think the Bears are much improved. The Vikings are going to be much improved. I'm going to tell you this. They I like them, what the but, 49ers are doing. But go ahead. What were you but, going
1: but See, they beat each other up. See, yeah. they, they, they prevent that, that from true. ever happening. That is true. See, they, they beat each other up. But it's a process of, of eliminating each other that helps the Arizona Cardinals, you know. But, but you're right. You know, there are teams uh, in the conference that have improved themselves. Uh, but I just think that, you know, Last year, I picked Arizona. I picked Arizona to play Philly, uh, but I picked the Eagles to win that game, Mm -hmm. uh, in which the Cardinals surprised me. And, uh, you know, and I I just thought on paper, in terms of looking at two teams that look very familiar, Mm -hmm. particularly on the defensive side of the ball, uh, they look very familiar with one another. You know, they look very similar. I thought they were just, you know, you could just change uniforms. uniforms. Same guy, same type of play, same style.
4: But, let me ask you uh, a question, though.
1: but the offense for the Cardinals had an advantage, mm-hmm. and that was that passing game, right? You know, and again, well,
4: they have Fitzgerald, and 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 there's nobody on the on the on the Philadelphia Eagles team that even compares to Fitzgerald. Now, let me ask you a question. Here's what I'm thinking. I mean, for the Cardinals to go
1: back, hey Dave, before you go there, let me say this. But don't forget now, Fitzgerald I'll, went to that game and. In Philadelphia on Thanksgiving Day, too. Right. So go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: But let let me (laughs) say this, though. And and here's the deal. Here's the key. In order for the Cardinals to repeat, that will mean that the contract disputes that they're currently having with Dansby, uh, uh, Mr. Wilson, Adrian Wilson, and then also the big stud who I absolutely love, and I think that they need to find a way to pay Anquan Boldin and just pay him. Just forget it and just pay him. But if those three guys – are not taken care of, do they repeat?
1: Well, here's the fact of the matter is, uh, in, in, in this environment today, uh, it's not to the player's uh, advantage to take his stance beyond... The off season mm-hmm. for him to take his stance into the season, he loses all fan support that possibly mm-hmm. exists in today's environment. I'm talking about the economy and everything else. Right, right, right. And, and I'm talking about people who have contracts. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about somebody who doesn't have a contract. If you have a contract, you know, it, it's just no way you can expect to get fan loyalty and support when you're making millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so if it were another time of uh, you know besides this present time Mm -hmm. they may get some support and it may make sense to sit out and miss but for me it never makes sense to let anybody take any of your money so that i do not agree i I never ever thought in fact i did it myself i I didn't sit out i got my money and everybody else got mad at me Mm -hmm. but you know i didn't miss training camp you know Mm -hmm. i you know i went into training camp i did my thing i got paid you know went to play the next year very much underpaid You know, and so You know that's what you got to do, so you just got to, and that's what I'm saying about Matt, who's making, you know, who's who got all this money, isn't earning this money, right? At least in the preseason, when you get your chance, show somebody that you're worth what you're making.
4: Yeah, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. I'm going to tell you something: they, if if you can trade him, you got to trade him. But then, just like you said, where does he go?
1: Well, I don't care where he goes.
4: Yeah, but where does he go? He can get on the the sixty, or he can get
1: on the two (laughs) hundred two. Or I, there may be some other road he can take. Oh, he can fly. But he's got to go. <laughs> he, he's, he's just got to go, man. I, You know, I, and I don't know. I, I really don't know where he and, – and, you know, that's a shame because if you're a great player, there should be so many takers out there for you. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if we can get past what happened to him in his personal life, mm-hmm. there are people right now that are interested and Michael Vick coming to play for their football team. Right. And and we, we know that. Even Kurt Warner has said, hey, you know, that wouldn't be a bad thing if he came to help him out. Yeah. But what does Matt Liner bring? Matt doesn't bring – Matt has the same kind of game. Well, he's supposed to have the same kind of game that Kurt Warner has. Yeah. He's supposed to be a pocket quarterback mm-hmm. that can pass the ball. But he can't.
4: Yeah, and, and, and what is Matt Liner saying about the fact that Kurt Warner is saying, that, hey, listen, bring him here. If Matt Liner is not upset, then something is absolutely wrong because I'd be saying, you better not bring that guy here. You bring that guy here, you better move me. Sort of along the lines of what my man uh, uh, Young is saying in um, in Tennessee. He wants to play. But the same thing, where does he go?
1: Well, that's, well see, that's my point about Vince Young. Vince Young mm-hmm. is is saying it's a different thing. Vince Young. They're not using Vince Young, and Vince Young feels as if, okay, I should be playing. Right. I feel as if I'm good enough to play. They're paying me too much money to have me sitting on the mm-hmm. bench. You know, let me go. If you don't want me, let me go. Matt is not saying mm-hmm. that I should be playing. If I'm not playing, send me someplace else. Matt is very quietly sneaking up, you know, with his back turned and putting his hand out and taking his check. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to walk up to the window with your chest out and yeah. receive your check. You know, yeah. you shouldn't back up to the window. And so that, uh, you know, again, where does Vince go? Uh, where, where the guys end up at is not so much of a problem to me as it is, is they need to go. Mm-hmm. And whenever they need to go, you know, you, in, in any situation in life, when somebody needs to go, they need to go. You know, you, when you hold on to something for too long, it, it's it's just not good.
4: Right, right. And I'll tell you this, just for his own sake. And, and and let's just say the the Cardinals think that later on down the line he will be worth having on their squad. I'm saying just for his own sake, how long is he willing to wait later on down the line to get his own squad?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. As a competitor, you don't you don't want you don't want to wait. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't care if if you're if you if it's if it's inside of you. Yeah. If it's your passion, you know. I mean, think about it. A, a baby doesn't wait to walk he starts crawling first you know mm-hmm. he, he wants he demonstrates a desire to do something Matt doesn't demonstrate a desire to me in a sense of urgency and his competitive spirit it doesn't show up mm-hmm. so those leadership qualities that I think I can count on him at a time when we need him I don't even I don't see that because he's 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 just no fight he's accepting yeah. He's content with where he is, and it's like, okay, I'll wait to learn.
4: You've learned enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it goes back to remember Steve Young, and remember um, um, Joe Montana. Uh,
1: exactly. You know, big
4: arguments, big fight. The two of them by the end of the t- by the end of uh, Joe Montana's career didn't like each other.
1: Hey, and I'll say this too. I'm going to switch up on you real fast about sports. But Kobe didn't want to wait to yeah. be looked at one of the greatest basketball players to play the game. Kobe, did, Kobe wanted to go at Michael Jordan from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley didn't want to wait on Dr. J. Mm-hmm. When he came in, he wanted to be the man. And I'm, that's the kind of competitive spirit and nature that yeah. you're looking for. You know, I remember when I came in, I had a guy who was an all-pro in front of me. I didn't care the fact that, that he was an all-pro the year before. Yeah. I, I wanted to play. And so you go out, you know, and you just demonstrate the, the passion that you have for this game and a willingness to you gotta find some place for me to play. See, that's what mm-hmm. you do. You force them to find okay, well wow, we gotta find somewhere right, right. for him to play, move it to another position. But we gotta get him on the field. Right, right. And 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 Matt is just not doing that. Now, I'll tell you what, Kurt Warner did that. Yeah. And I'll go back to tell the folks what I said when I first got here. The first time that Wizard Hunt put Kurt in a preseason game, he drove him down the field. Wizard Hunt went to him on the sideline whispered something in his ear and he never went back in the game and I told everybody what Wiz told him is listen I don't need to see you anymore (laughs) I know how good you are you will one day be my quarterback just wait and Wiz lied to us last year last year in preseason he told everybody Matt Liner was his quarterback Mm -hmm. and that was to try to just to comfort Matt Mm -hmm. he did everything for Matt he could possibly do Mm -hmm. and Matt was a starting quarterback in preseason last year and then when the season was about to start switch we made the switch mm-hmm. and that's because what he did I mean, you got a damn good coach and he realized listen i didn't make that mistake mm-hmm. it wasn't my fault that right. you guys picked this man to be your quarterback of the future but the future for me is now right. and now my quarterback is going to be kurt warner listen my future is now too and i gotta take a break d-man if you okay, want to hang right. on take care. okay i'll chat with you on the other side but you're listening to Real of sports on the voice america network we're going to take this break we'll be right back
2: the sports network
3: to the pros. We, we, cover we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
1: Alrighty, I'm back. This is the Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. As always, I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. It's always beautiful out here in the Valley, and, uh, appreciate you guys listening listen if anybody liked the call I appreciate that call from D man I don't think he's still there but uh appreciate that call but uh you know that's just you know you you talk about you know what's going on with with different players and you know who has a passion to win and and, and who doesn't you know and it's just like uh you know the Chicago Bears got an issue with their defensive end Call him OU or C. I forget. I can't pronounce it. I don't forget. I just can't pronounce his last name correctly, so I'm not going to mispronounce it. But OU, uh, the, the, the defensive end of which got hurt for the Bears last year and, and is back, you know, go out there online someplace. I, I think I was on uh, draftsharks.com and checking some stuff out that my man John sends me. Shout out to John. John Missile, uh, Voice of America, uh, always sends me some information. And, and hey, big fella want to get back in. He feel like he's one of the best. If not the best defensive end in football, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for from 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 Matt. But do it. Don't say it. Do it. And the big fella, he was performing at that level before he got hurt, you know. And so he was doing it. And uh, he wants to get back to doing his thing. So that's 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 what I'm talking about. But listen, there's something else I want to I want to talk about, and that is the fact that uh, and you may have heard it earlier. You know, today if you were listening to Voice of America Sports. If you listen to Kwame Lassiter's Sports, shout out to Kwame. Uh, Kwame may have touched on it, but, uh, and Jeff Nixon may have touched on it, and, and Joe Cribbs may have touched on it, but I, I want to touch on it. And, and I want to touch on the fact that uh, the NFL uh, PA, uh, the retired NFL PA, um, you know, there are some issues there. You know, there's uh, there's some issues with the. Uh, NFLPA representing the retired players, and there was a meeting out in Vegas. I did not attend that meeting in Vegas. I could not attend that meeting in Vegas. I had some family matters to to deal with here, Uh, and uh, but I understand that there are some issues. Uh, uh, Shout out to Frat, again, Dave and I spoke to Dave last night um, for some time, and I I think it's all, excuse me, I think it's always good to get all the information. I think it's always good to have two sets of opinions. And then after you gather all the facts, then to make a decision. And my man Dave's going to join us here on the network soon uh, because I think Dave may come from the other side of the aisle. I'm not sure. I don't want to speak for Dave. But Dave has been... Uh, associated with the Players Association in a capacity at the administrative level, uh, overseeing some of the the pension funds and and things of that nature, and um, a very intelligent man. Let me say that. Very few times are athletes identified as uh, intelligent. Uh, This is a man, a graduate of Notre Dame, and an MBA from Harvard. Uh, uh, This is a man who uh, is very passionate about his work, his business, been an all pro ball player, Super Bowl champion, um, but has been very close to what's happening at the NFL Players Association. And and so Dave wants to see what's what's done and he wants it to be done right. And and I believe he is uh, uh, initially given his support to DeMores uh, Smith going forward and it's going to be there to assist him and help him. But, uh, you know, Dave spoke to me, you know, uh, yesterday, and and I felt it from his heart that, you know, he wants to do what's best for the players, and he only wants what's best for the players. Uh, Shout out to my man, Jeff Nixon. Jeff Nixon has been an advocate for the retired players of which have been somewhat disenfranchised and not so much happy as to the way things have been done in the past and has been an advocate to get those things changed. And um, and I like that position that Jeff uh, Nixon has taken. I like the position of which uh, Dave Dorsen has taken. Uh, and that is they both feel very strongly about what they believe, but they both want to do what's right. And I think when those two come together and they can meet in the middle uh then good things can happen for all that are involved and and obviously that's all we want you know there's one thing about and i'm speaking to some young players out there now current players when you speak to a retired player you have to understand that that person is speaking you to you from a position of i've been there and i've done that not that any of us are trying to act as your parents of which we could be you know my god bless my man ron springs he has a son sean springs who was the current player You know, so I guess I could be old enough to be, you know, a current player's father. But I'm not. But certainly, like your parents tell you, I've traveled down that road. So when a retired player speaks to you, he's speaking to you to let you know, don't touch that stove. It is hot. Don't be deceived by those people. They are not being honest with you. They're not doing what's best for you. We've traveled that road. So I'm hoping that there is A meeting of the minds and one body and one spirit that the retired NFL players come together with the current NFL players. And that we all unite because we all at one day and time will stand as a united front as former professional football players. And we will enjoy a game that we help build. After all, the fans are very passionate about the players the fans connect to the players i had a young man that i spoke to you know that that paid me all the the best comments i've ever been paid in my life and i certainly appreciate that shout out micah micah's on the line of course many times with g Cobb in the house and and micah paid Some comments to me that I truly appreciate. It made me feel as if the work that I did was appreciated. And that's all you could hope for. People spend a lot of money to see you play a game. But that game that you played, players put a lot of time into it. And there's a lot of pain. You know, there's a reality show that Michael Urban has on the air right now. And to some people, they may look at that and they may think that's a reality show. That's a joke. But as I watched that with my son last night and one of those young men were dismissed and Michael asked him for his playbook. Wow. The reality of that moment. I don't think people really understand what that reality is all about. Your dream is done. It's over before it ever got started. So us who have been fortunate enough to play this game, that's current and retired players, we walk in a unique space. We actually live above the clouds. It is heaven. There's nothing like it. Never was, never will be. But you current players will only realize that when the time is over, when your career is over, and you'll look back. And you'll reminisce about those times, and you'll hope and pray that you, you made the best, that you did your best, that you gave your best, and that you are the best at what you do. And I wanna commend you that you are. I'm proud of you. Continue to play ball the way you play ball because you represent something of which I have been and will continue to be, and that's a part of the National Football League. And that's what we talk about here every week on Voice America Sports. I want to thank you all for joining me and for joining Voice America Sports. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. It happens about this time all the time. I have to say to you, I hate to say this, but as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Jangling, jangling.